blue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remnants of a week worth of work. Remnants of Panda. <laughs> uh, so what what do you think of the new studio? You like it? Yeah. I like the colors. I think it uh I think it's good. Yeah, I like it. Uh it uh it'll be nice not having to, you know, move stuff around for work and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you got your, your work one, like it's still set up the way you want it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just moving the camera. So I have my tripod, my desk set where I film stuff for work. Um, that way I can put the camera right back where it is. I still have my same frame. Whereas I was moving the desk and I was having to get the desk in the right spot and it, moving the lights around. I, I am moving the lights around, but that's, that's easy to put back. But like getting the desk and me in the same mm. frame, it takes forever. And for work stuff, I need to be able to just like shoot stuff and get it, get it done. Yeah. So this is nice. I like it. Uh, and you know this this is just a spare room. Yeah. And uh, and I live alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even the so you got the yeah you got this one you got your your movie or your uh, your work, and then mm -hmm. you got your bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, it's all I need. Mm -hmm. My own home studio. Uh, I mean, but eventually I would like to get like an actual sound stage, so it's completely silent. Um, but you know, that'll come. Oh yeah. Yeah. Before we get started. So I, I've been seeing those videos mm -hmm. of people using a milk frother to air out tequila and it's uh, supposed to make it like a 10 times smoother. Yeah. I saw one video on that. So I wanted to do our own test to, to see cause like a lot of, a lot of videos are fake. Yeah. So I just want to check it out. We can do that. I'm a little scared. <laughs> All right, so this is just going to be our regular. Just put a little bit in there. See, not a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Not a whole lot. And I'll grab another glass here. Thank you, Rock. No, I'm just playing. We bought it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, if you want to sponsor one of our videos, <laughs> just let us know. Okay, so I have... My handy dandy little milk frother here. All right. And I don't know how long you're supposed to do it, but I'm just going to do it for a little bit. Yeah, I think the guy did it for 30 seconds. Smells like tequila. I was getting misted with tequila everywhere. I wonder what that's supposed to do though. Like, is this supposed to like aerate it? Yeah, yeah. It's supposed. They they say you can do it with wine too. And okay. It's supposed to do the same thing as like putting it in a Damn, decanter. I right? can smell it. Now. Right. I wanna... Goodness. <laughs> I mean, they both smell the same. So this is the the frothed one. This is the regular. I'll do a little taste of the regular. That's tequila. Yep. 
Yeah, I wish I had a little palate cleanser. Oh well. Let's see. Is it the same? I I feel like it's kind of the same. Like the the I think it might have taken away like the very initial bite. Mm-hmm. Uh, like from this one, you drink it, you get that instant like bite from right. tequila. This one, it it maybe delayed it by a second or two. I wonder is because like this one, it's a it's a decent tequila. Yeah, I mean it's not bad. I wonder if it's like if we got like a cheap ass tequila. True. If here, would... so you try it. So which ones? This one's the regular one. Regular. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Okay. All right. And this is the froth one. It doesn't smell as strong. No. This one does go down smoother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little... I, I don't think it's like a super... Like, no. from the videos I saw, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's like, it's... I mean, it's very subtle. Yeah. Very subtle. It's not where it's going to be like, oh my God. It's like water. Yeah. Like, have you, did you see those videos of people putting it through a, uh, a Brita filter? Uh-uh. Yeah, people were putting like alcohol through a Brita filter and they're like, it's just, like, it's just water. Like, that's bullshit. Come on, man. That's, you're just <laughs> click, click chasing. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So, I mean, yeah. if you're not a big fan of tequila, uh, froth it a little bit and it'll take away the bite a little bit. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, cheers. No, go ahead. Take it. <laughs> Tequila's not my cup of tea. Woohoo, yeah. All right, well, uh let's uh let's crack them and get it started. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Um that is so good. Yeah, I yeah I love those chiladas because mm-hmm. I, I was working in the yard all day. Oh, man, I've been just like trying to cool down all like right before you got here. I was just laying in bed with no shirt. Just like, uh. yeah, if they're like super cold, and oh, you yeah. just got done working. Golly, mm-hmm. it's the best. It's like it's almost like water. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to welcome everybody back to our brand new studio. Um, you know, uh, the setup has changed on almost every episode. Mm-hmm. I think there were two episodes they were it was consistent. Yeah. <laughs> the second and third. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, there's only been three. Well, it was a second one, but it we went into the third. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um Yeah, so I I explained this. The I'm gonna keep that in the part before of work and everything. So I already explained all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I wanted to do this. Um and I I think it turned out really well. Yeah, I like, like it. I, I like really it. like it. I and my idea for this couch because this was a a couch futon kind of thing. Um, it, it's so much better not having to turn to yeah, look at you. I know we I, had to MacGyver it. <laughs> we had to MacGyver some of the legs, but yeah, it turned so, out great. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I like it. Like I like being able to, and it, it's gonna. You won't believe how much easier editing is going to be because the sound is going to be so much better because we're further away. Our mics are not mm-hmm. facing each other at all. It's going to be uh, like, I might not even have to do anything to the sound. For hopefully this one. not. I hope not. Yeah. I hopefully hope not. not. Um, but uh, yeah. So 
This is a new studio. This is kind of like the, uh, I feel like this is the final form of Voltron. <laughs> I think so. That'd be a good, that's a good name for the studio. Voltron. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and if we ever have guests, we can, we'll, we'll figure something out maybe with the, um, with the bar back here or something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it sounds, I think, I think it's going to sound good. Uh, I doubt you'll have to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I want to. We're we're a little further behind than we're we're not behind by any means, uh, but we're further behind than I'd like to be. I would like to have at least an episode or two yeah. in the can, just in case, you know, a week comes up where mm-hmm. you know holidays or whatever. We, we can't like you can or I can or we both can or something like that. Yeah. Um. But you know, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's if there's a week that we have to skip, then hey, it happens. Yeah. Yep. Uh well one one uh one thing I want to say is uh happy belated birthday thank you uh just a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. you know, we had a good time we had a great time yeah it's uh <laughs> there's a there's a story from that night yeah that I'm not sure that you remember uh, you're gonna share it uh, of course I'm gonna okay. share it All right. <laughs> now I will I will share a story about myself so I'm not just gonna throw you under the bus okay. <laughs> So, uh, so the, a couple weeks ago, it was Joe's birthday, and um, he he had planned a a uh, morning slash day golfing trip, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not a big golfer, so I, I decided not to go. One day, one day, we'll get you there. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's just not my thing. It's not my thing. I mean, I, I've enjoyed going out there, you know, getting drunk, driving the cart, but you know, just the game of golf it, yeah. it doesn't interest me. Um, anyways, anyway, so Joe went and did that with some of his friends and our cousin Panda, who was on the last episode. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so my sister and I, and some other friends, we decided to go to brunch, do a little day drinking. And, uh, as one does at brunch, uh, got, got pretty tipsy. Good um, old day drinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Like <laughs> day drinking, it feels so much better. And then like you get drunk and you're home by like. 9 p.m. but if at like that's late uh you might end up at home around two or three and just like man i'm gonna take a nap (laughs) it doesn't feel like you're doing anything wrong because it's daylight outside (laughs) everything's okay it's fine (laughs) yeah your body has time to like process the hangover throughout Mm. the night and then you wake up you're just like man i feel pretty good let's do it again (laughs) no but we uh we went to brunch and um this place that we went to it they had uh, carafes of um, mimosas, sangria, mm. both red and white. Um, I ended up. What's the What's the difference between the red and the white? One's red wine, one's white wine. Oh, that's the only difference. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, typically the the white one's sweeter. Okay, yeah, I didn't um, know. Yeah. Um, so I I ended up probably having at least one carafe to myself, if not two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had the server, she like, they had a brunch menu and I was looking at it. I, I was, I was planning on getting something savory. Like they had biscuits and gravy. I was like, Ooh, that looks really good. Or it sounds really good. It wasn't a picture, but, um, I was like, Ooh, I think that's what I'm going to get. And then she came up to the table. She's Hey, so we have our uh, pizza of the day is a French toast pizza. And I'm like, I love French pizza. toast. Yeah. Pizza. I love pizza. So my ears perked up and I was like, Ooh, that sounds pretty good. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll get it. And it's not that I regret it, 
I mean, kind of. It it just like everything that I had was so sweet that I think it messed with my mm. stomach. Uh, it was good, but I I wish I would have gone with my instincts of getting something savory. Um, but so we ate there, we drank there, and then we decided to leave there and we went to uh, another place. And by the time we left, it was probably maybe around two, I think. Mm-hmm. And then we went to this other place, and uh, we we would start we were, we kept drinking there. And I looked down, I was like five thirty, and we were going to you were having a party at your house for your birthday cornhole tournament. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I should probably eat again because I I I ate around eleven thirty twelve, and it was five thirty already. So I was like, oh, I should probably eat again, although I was still kind of full from brunch because it was just a lot of carbs. Yeah. So I was drinking, it was just all expanding in my stomach. <laughs> Uh, so I ordered a burger there. It was a really great burger. Uh, if you're ever at Baby Crush, get the burger. It's really good. I have yet to go there. I need to go there. Yeah, it's good. Um, <clears throat> so I, I started eating it. I I ate the majority of the burger. I probably ate three quarters of the burger, and then I was eating fries. And they had really good ranch. Like they're they're on my list of places with really good ranch. Okay. Because uh, you know I hate ketchup. Yeah. Can't, I cannot stand ketchup. Mm. Uh, so ranch and barbecue sauce are my go-tos and I, I was spoiled growing up with like restaurant style ranch, like the buttermilk, like the, 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 the thinner kind. The stuff you can't find at regular supermarkets. Yeah. Yeah. Not the Hidden Valley stuff, like the super thick stuff. And it's like, why does that have to be so thick? <laughs> uh, so I was, <laughs> I was dipping the fries in ranch and I dipped uh, a couple fries in ranch. So I was about to stick it in my mouth and then. Like I stopped halfway and my mouth started watering. I was like, "Oh no, I'm about to throw up." <laughs> I hate so, that feeling. So I didn't tell anybody. I just stuck the fries back in the ranch, and uh, our friend Faith was sitting next to me. I was like, "Hey, uh, can you let me out? I need to go to the bathroom." So you just went in incognito like, mode. Yeah. So like she got out, I scurried off to the bathroom really quick. As soon as I got there, almost didn't make it to the toilet. Almost. <laughs> I made it. I made it. But like as soon as I got there, just you know, French toast pizza. Ah. <laughs> it was fr- red French toast pizza because I, <laughs> I was drinking red sangria. <laughs> but after that, I felt amazing. Like yeah. it was probably one of the best puking rallies I've ever had. Yep, those feel good too. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, purge cause... yourself and you're you're ready to go. Yeah, because like that night at your house, I was fine. Yeah, like... yeah I didn't even know you did that. <laughs> yeah. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> but the story about you. So. <laughs> okay, so that's you. Yeah, where's so, me? So at the end of the night, mm-hmm. you uh, <laughs> you were three sheets to the wind. Yep. Like we were <laughs> we were playing a game, and like you were you were like trying to pay attention, but <laughs> you just kept I going, just kept zoning out. <laughs> you kept zoning out. <laughs> uh, but then I was about to leave, and you gave me this big bear hug, and as you're hugging me, you whispered in my ear, "I love hugging you." <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> I was like, all right, bro. I like hugging you too. <laughs> but then, that. but then you, uh, like, you pulled away a little bit and you grabbed me by the shoulders and you're like super serious. And you're, you put your finger up and you're like, hold on, I got something to say. You're like, I'm thinking about it. And then you looked at me and it just came out. <laughs> and you, you caught yourself and you just started cracking up. <laughs> and then you just walked off and that was the end of it. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I wish I could see that. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. 
Good times. Good times. No drama. Good times. Yeah, I'm glad everyone had fun. Yeah, but happy birthday. Thank you. Thank Uh, you. You know, 50 years old, never looked better. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. I'm not there yet. Almost. Almost. Yep. Few, few more. Yeah, you're getting there. Mm -hmm. Getting there. Um, But yeah, today you wanted to kind of talk about AI. Yeah, just just some stuff that was out there. Um, Before we get into mm -hmm. that, uh, so... You saw the congressional hearing mm-hmm. on last last Wednesday, the twenty sixth. Uh, uh, kind of to go back to our first couple episodes, mm-hmm. there was uh, kind of the first of what I hope will be many um, congressional hearings um, for UAP UFO uh, kind of stuff. And um, you know, uh, David David Grush, David Grush, that guy that did that inter- that interview. He was there, and then a couple other first-hand testimony, uh, first-hand witness testimonies were mm-hmm. there. Yeah, both um, Ryan Graves and uh, Commander Fravor, they've been on a few other podcasts. Like the the ones I know for a fact, they both have both have been on was uh, was Rogan. Like they both went on Rogan, and like they, it, it was a it was a good a good interview. Nice. Yeah, Grush. I don't know if he's been on Rogan or not, but. Uh, I, don't think so. I did see the News Nation article mm-hmm. interview. That was it was pretty intense. The stuff that he claims is going on. Yeah, yeah. So what what were your thoughts on the hearing itself? Um, I know I know that the the questions that were asked. Um, there's no deniability whenever it comes to the the three people that were on on there: Fravor, Grush, and and Graves. You can't say like they're making it up mm-hmm. what they saw. I mean, whatever they whatever they saw, which was I mean, uh Fravor was that that famous Tic Tac video. Yeah. Uh Graves is the what was it? It was um, the gimbal video. The gimbal video. Yeah. And Grush is the News Nation article, the mm-hmm. the big whistleblower that came out. Yeah. Um all of their stories, man, I mean it it sounded these aren't, I mean, it goes back to the the first or second episode that we were talking about. Like, these aren't regular civilians that are just, you know, you know, drinking beer outside, making up the story. <laughs> these guys, I mean, they have, you know, uh, 15 plus years, you know, military years, and they had, uh, or they have or have had respectable positions on mm-hmm. there with, uh, you know, they have a lot to lose if it's all, you know, BS. Yeah. Um, but the only thing that... I didn't like was Grush's testimonies or test whatever you want his his the answers a lot of them were um what do you call it I can't say it in public mm-hmm. if we were to go somewhere in private I can I can disclose the information that you're asking yeah I I I agree with that um and as I've I've like since then I've done a little bit of research and um <clears throat> a lot a lot of what he said he's like uh uh he referred to his news nation, mm-hmm. uh, interview. And that that's because like he mentions, there's this, um, I, I can't think of the word. Inspector. He said he gave something to the inspector general. Well, well not like they're looking into him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was like, I can't give information that will give them information against me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what he said in the na- uh, news nation interview was so vetted, like that was what he was allowed to say. So if he says anything other than what he said there, 
he can be put in jail. I got you. So okay. I, I get that. I, I, I like initially I was kind of disappointed. I was like, we didn't really hear anything new. Um, like maybe one or two things, but, um, but I mean, every question that he said that every question that was asked to him that he said, well, I really can't say anything in, in a public setting that kind of gives you some hints onto like, Oh, it's, it's actually yes. Or there's some yeah. crazy shit that, you know, that I know you can't say it here, but you know, some stuff. Yeah. That's why I'm hoping, uh, like I said, I hope this is the first of many, mm-hmm. uh, because I think once there's adequate protection for these people that they, they know that they're not going to be harmed. They're not going to lose their jobs. They're not going to be discredited. Like they'll be able to finally give that. And that, that, that goes along with like, if, as long as it's not confidential. Yeah. You know? And I, I get it. I mean, there's some stuff that they can't release cause it will, you know, it, it threatens our national security. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we aren't a big peaceful world yet. Um, I don't know if we'll ever be there, but uh, I get it. You know, we we can't give stuff away, uh, whether it's ours or something from somewhere else. But I did like uh, I did like some of his theories that he that he set out. Like it could be interdimensional. Yeah, could be. You yeah, know, he, he talked about the uh, holographic theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which was I mean, it's it's interesting. It's interesting, interesting. him somebody like that saying that versus somebody on ancient aliens saying it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i I was i got it was disappointing because we didn't hear all of the details that we wanted to hear we just heard kind of recounts of what we've already known but yeah uh, that that was the thing i kind of read too is like uh a lot of it was the same thing that we've heard before but it was because they needed to get it on record right it makes sense and whenever the whatever i think it was a lady on congress or the the guy i forgot which one it was but they were saying you know thank you for you know uh i guess answering these questions over and over because we i know you've already said it it's Mm -hmm. out there in the public space on the internet but we have to kind of count for it here so that it's on record so i i i i understand um you know why they have to do that and it's it's whatever but i'm i am happy that uh this was it's crazy hearing this on the news in congress versus a sci-fi channel yeah or or on a youtube just whatever you know interview this was actually it was a legit hearing a legit i mean it was it's a it's a first yeah it's a first yeah yeah I, i think the the ball's moving in the right direction um it was funny that like they, they talked about security clearance and they're like, they asked David Gross, do you know of anything that's higher than the TSCI or uh, whatever that is? Um, and uh, he's like, yeah, it's a misnomer that there's like, there's anything above it, but there is. Yeah. And, did, <laughs> and remember what, uh, what Greer said about like the money that is being allocated mm-hmm. and stuff, how they said, yeah, I mean, corporations will charge or uh, build a mill or bill the i don't know how they, how did they say it the military and then whatever the yeah they'll charge them more yeah and for then, what they're giving them exact. and then apply that money to this this other stuff yeah but we're i mean was this the was this the one that greer was talking about that is gonna was this the hearing that he was talking about or is it, is it no some, i don't think so yeah because I would assume he would have been there too. I didn't see him there. Yeah, yeah. I'm I sure just, he'll be at I whichever saw, one he's talking about. I saw Nap 
George Knapp, mm-hmm. Jeremy Corbell. Um, saw those two guys there. So that was pretty neat. Yeah, it's funny. Um, Grush was talking about the the head of Arrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, but one one of the congressmen asked him. He's like, "Do you uh, kind of?" I'm paraphrasing, but like kind of along the lines. He's like, "Do you think he was lying when he said he didn't have any details about this?" He's like, "I know he was." He's like, "I I was there when the person, the first hand witness, told him this information." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's I don't know, I don't know where it's gonna end, but I'm I'm glad that. There, there's some, like you said, the ball's rolling. It's moving. Yeah, yeah. It's um, uh, the uh, there, there was this like 64 page document written out on UFO UAP stuff, saying they they're giving them like 60 days to uh, to disclose everything that they have, or they're going to you know be held liable for it. Um, so we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Um. Yeah, I think the next six to 12 months are going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Speaking of interesting, uh, you want to talk about AI? Yep. You got you got anything on AI? Um, well, I know myself working in and around the entertainment industry, you know, living in L.A. for 13 years. A lot of my friends are working actors, uh, writers, directors, you know. The, the what do you call it? The strike. Yeah, the two strikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, WGA, the Writers Guild, and uh, SAG-AFTRA, the Actors Guild. Yeah. They're both on strikes. First time in 63 years that two major guilds have been on strike at the same time. So 63 years ago, they were they, were they the same two or were there, were there different ones? Uh, I mean, uh, pretty much the same. Like SAG-AFTRA... The, those were two guilds separately, but then they they merged. Okay. Um, I forget when. Um, so it, it's a even bigger guild now. Uh, okay. But um, yeah, it was like the back then. It was when uh, Ronald Reagan was still acting. Oh damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it lasted like six weeks. So that that, that strike. The the issue that you were going to is yeah so a lot of a lot of it has to do with AI mm-hmm. especially for the writers uh, because they're they feel they're being replaced um, which I get I just saw the the other day Netflix is hiring a nine hundred thousand dollar per year job for an AI like someone to run their AI like nine hundred thousand dollars a year what do they do they just turn it on <laughs> I guess I don't know. I don't know. Uh, where do I submit my application? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like that's the big thing is like um, they they're afraid of you know. Wait, these wait, do you remember? Okay, reminds me of an episode. You remember South Park? Mm-hmm. The one where uh, Cartman pretends he's a robot with butters. Mm-hmm. And, and and then he goes to I guess he goes to Hollywood, and then they ask him ideas for movies. Yeah, and he has all these ideas. Adam Sandler is playing whatever, and you know, yeah, he gives all these ideas. I'm like, that's Chat GPT right there. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, a lot of his ideas are dumb, and like that's right now that's kind of what we get from Chat GPT. Like I, I've tested it out, like writing scripts and everything. Like it it can. I can see the helpfulness in the writing process, uh, but when it starts taking a writer's job completely, 
Like that's I I don't agree with that because um you know writers do they do amazing things like when you really get invested into you know a book or a TV show or a movie a lot of that is due to the writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for work, I just interviewed this author, Kim Wyland, and um, she talks about story structure and everything, and, like, writers have structure down to a T. And uh, she broke down Jurassic Park through her, like, eight-step, eight beats of a story structure, of a three-act structure. And, like, to a T, just, like, every beat of the movie kind of falls in line with one of these beats of the story structure. And it's like, I was telling her, like, it people might not realize that, the reason that they love this movie so much is because of the story structure. Yeah. Like it, 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 you fall in love with these characters. You have this massive action and like it's, it, it all flows together. And like, that's due to the writing. Uh, and then that's where the actors come in is like, they take that writing, that great writing and they're bring, they're able to bring it to life. Right. And, um, <clears throat> not getting a, getting paid a fair wage to do that. I mean, I agree with why they're on strike. Like if I was, you know, I was pursuing acting for a, a pretty good while. I became SAG eligible. I never joined. I just at the time I didn't have the money to join. Um, What's it cost to join something like that? Uh, then it was, I think it was around three thousand. Just to join. Yeah, but then you get benefits and like oh. all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> plus, you can be submitted for you know SAG jobs. Whereas, like, I was working non-union, and then I just happened to get what they call Taft-Hartley, where if you work on a production that is SAG, and the production pays for you to uh, be in that production, you get uh, essentially kind of a waiver that allows you to join the the union. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I probably, I mean, at this point, it might not even matter, but, so you become SAG eligible, and then you... After so long, then you become a SAG. So you can still work SAG jobs, uh, but then you get to the point where you become a SAG must join. Oh, so okay. it's like, okay, we're, we're kind of giving you these benefits, so you need to make help, sense. Yeah, help us out. Yeah, to help you out. You know. Um, <clears throat> kind of lost my train of thought. No, but yeah, you were doing you're pursuing acting, but uh, you have friends. Yes, yes. So um, you know, a lot of my friends uh, that I met that they're they're working actors um there's one one friend that i met through uh my buddy joe mazzello speaking of jurassic park yeah <laughs> uh his, his name is matt bush and uh he he's been kind of on the front lines of of the the strike and everything uh you know he he was a recurring um he had a recurring role on the goldbergs on, okay. i think it was on abc i think um, but like the, the big networks, they're not the, the residuals, which means like you get, so you get paid to work and mm-hmm. then you get paid for the airtime, but they're not really doing that. Like the residuals have dwindled down. Like it's funny. There's this bar around where I used to live called residuals. And if you brought in a residual check that was less than a dollar, they get, it got stapled to their wall and you got a free drink. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. But like now it's all the checks yeah. just cover the entire place. Cause like, that's all that it is. Like people will get residual checks for like five cents. Oh geez. And like, it used to be, you know, the studios would run their, their show and then they would syndicate it. So like they would sell the rights. So like friends would, 
got sold to got syndicated to TBS. And so those actors mm-hmm. still got paid for all that airtime on TBS. And like they were banking like back like they were at the time the highest paid like cast. They they were getting a million each for ep- a million per episode each. Jeez. And uh that's not counting the residuals. <clears throat> so now it's like all of these actors and the it's a big misconception because like the media portrays it this way is like the people that we see are the, the one percenters of Hollywood, the mm-hmm. A-listers, you know, that have the lavish houses and like they're in the big movies and everything. But there's so many people working on everything that you see that aren't getting paid that kind of money. You know, they're not getting offered jobs left and right. They're going on auditions. They have side jobs. The the 2012 movie that I fell asleep to before 2012 came out. <laughs> those guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like with those big movies, uh, one of the big things, uh, one of the propositions from the studio system was for background actors, we'll pay you for one day's work, one day of work. And then we're going to take your likeness, like use AI, copy it, and then we can use that in perpetuity. So one day of work, we get to use you forever. One day of pay. One day of pay. That for, was it. Say for, it went on for 500 episodes, I'd still get one day. Yeah, not not even just that show. Like they could put you digitally in another movie, another team. Like it didn't matter. Like it's crazy. That's so stupid. And what's the one day pay? Uh, I, I can't even remember. Example. Like it, it varies. Um, Give me a range. Uh, I can't really m- remember what the SAG rate was. I think it. I can't really say it in a public setting, but if I took it, <laughs> yeah, in a private skiff, uh, skiff, yeah, I can tell. I can you. disclose that information. Yep. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, no, it it was. Um, I think it was between like. This, this is gonna be a wide range, like between like three and eight hundred dollars. Even okay, even if it is eight hundred dollars. The, yeah, and they use you for multiple episodes, multiple movies. Yeah, yeah. That's not even like that's not even one month's rent. Not Golly. even. Like I was paying nineteen hundred dollars for a two yeah, bedroom apartment. I was about to say <laughs> that's a half. It's, it's, yeah, and and I feel bad for the kids, like young kids that go over there. I mean, that's brutal. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh. It's a rough, rough thing. Like I'm, I'm what I'm hoping, uh, my my big hopes for this strike, because like the industry did change the last writer strike there was. Mm-hmm. You know, it changed um, how stuff is written, how stuff is consumed. You know, the the mid season breaks like that didn't start happening until the last writer strike. So I'm inter- interested to see what's going to change in the industry with two major guilds striking. But I'm also hoping that there's going to be this indie indie kind of revolution because they're one of my favorite production companies a24 they've gotten permission to uh, continue work because they've agreed to everything that sag after has asked and uh you know they they just had a new movie come out this weekend um i forget what it's called it's a horror movie uh, oh um the one with the the hand, the hand? Yeah. yeah 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 which is, i want to go see that yeah. it looks it looks amazing good. yeah uh, but they they're one of my favorite production companies. They're an indie indie production. It's like lower budget films, but you know they did um, everything er- everywhere all at once and won the Oscar last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like this this indie production company is doing big things and like doing things the right way, 
and is it it just comes down to greed for the bigger studios. But see this, yeah, this info that you're saying it's good because uh, people like myself included, like I mean, if you watch a movie or you're on you're at home and you're watching something, and you hear of these strikes, you're like, well, what the hell? Why are they striking? They get paid all this money. You don't know the ins and outs. You don't know the details. Yeah. Your your mentality is like. Okay, they make all millions. Every everybody on there makes millions of dollars, but yeah, that's not that's case. not the case. Yeah, not I mean, at all. The people that actually make it run, not the actors that make it run. I mean, they 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 don't get paid that much. Yeah, and I mean, they're the ones that are suffering. Obviously, the big A listers, they're probably not suffering. They're probably yeah, okay. they're they're gonna be fine. Yeah, but no it's the what, it's but... the other people, the ones that actually work on set and yeah, like the majority of people in L.A. like pursuing acting mm-hmm. or a, a crew job, like they're they're struggling. Yeah. It, it's a struggle. Like I, I was struggling out there, you know, I lived in my car for a month. Yeah. That's, and, yeah. um, <clears throat> so for people to know, I mean, there's a lot more than to making a movie. Yeah. Just yeah. It's, people it's not, <laughs> yeah. It's not just the A-listers. Like it's, it's everyday people that are pursuing a dream. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm sure it's easy to say, well, just go do something else. But like it's it's different, you know. Like when when it's something you love and yeah. you want to pursue it and it makes you happy, then I mean it it is hard. Um, I've learned that sometimes, well, most of the time, the hardest things in life are the the best things in life. Panda or, did say, "Go do you, go do you." <laughs> yeah, uh, if if uh, what was this saying? Uh, the things in life that are worth the most are the hardest to get. Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, there's a lot of weight to that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah. So uh, going back to AI, <clears throat> which is artificial intelligence. Take our you know. jobs. They're taking our jobs. <laughs> they're taking jobs. Yeah. Um, you know, technology as a whole, I feel. Like I, I love technology, but this is AI is as far as like what it's doing for us. It, it's unprecedented. Like it's, it's yeah, it's yeah. never been able to do this before. No, yeah. So like it's it's a learning learning program. It's so a learning machine. Yeah. When and or if it gets to the point where it no longer needs us to learn. Because, like, right now, we feed it information. Mm-hmm. We and program what it is going to learn. Mm-hmm. What it's capable of. Like, basically, the limits of what it's going to learn. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which, right now, it, I see its usefulness. Like, I use it. Uh, you know, I pay, I pay a subscription to have and it's access. Cool. Yeah, I, it, it's, it's really it's cool. Awesome. Like, I, I've used it for a lot of um, my own personal work. Designs. And, yeah, design yeah. and everything. Um in coming up with a name for this podcast. Yeah, yeah it did help with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it does help. Um, but I was, I was watching this one TikTok video, and uh, this woman who works in uh, marketing, she she had been working in marketing for like the past 30 years or something like that. Mm. And uh, she was using it, and it was like when it, it kind of first came out. She uh, she said she, she gave it a task or a question of one of her day-to-day tasks that's the probably the the hardest day to day task that will take her most of the day to complete. Mm-hmm. It did it in fifteen seconds. 
And so <clears throat> for me, that's both, um, I can see the advantages of it, uh, but I also see like maybe, maybe not someone in her position because like she's been there for so long and like she might be high. I don't, I don't know where at her company or if she owned her own company, she might right. have. Um, like if she owned her own company, I could see she would be fine because she could kind of use that. But if there's somebody like she has employees that do those day to day tasks, they become expendable. Yeah, exp- like they're they you don't need them. Yeah, it's like I I don't I have to pay twenty dollars a month for this AI program, and I'm paying them thirty thousand a year, forty thousand a year, whatever they get paid. Mm-hmm. It's like <clears throat> from a business standpoint, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a business financial standpoint, I mean. Yeah, I mean, and like I, I've heard stories, you know, similar to that where you know uh, it it is writers. Uh, one of them that I read was a writer, and she got laid off. I'm I'm thinking she was in California, but yeah, she did get she get she did get laid off, and it was because of AI. And I think I want to say she was relatively young. She it wasn't like you know thirty years. Mm-hmm. I think she'd only, she only she was probably in her twenties. But I mean, <clears throat> once uh, once you start replacing, I mean, it's it's the it's kind of just uh, a, a, another cycle of people. Remember, they used to work in the factory. Yeah, they got replaced with you know automated machines doing the work that you know humans were were able to do, and you know it was a big it was a big fit back then, and nothing really came of it. I mean, there was no revolution for humans taking over what those machines were doing. Yeah. And see to... like that, I, I want to go back to something I said in the first episode mm-hmm. uh, where you said <clears throat> with this zero point technology, what about the people that work in oil and everything? I said they would have to adapt. My stance on this is a little bit different because like in that sense, zero point energy isn't a learning technology that could essentially eventually, you know, learn so much that it would no longer need human beings at all. No, that's like that. It's, it's different. I I get where you're saying it is different because it's not, you're not replacing humans, but there are a lot of people, you know, myself included that are, yeah, there's going to be a lot of implications. I had had a friend uh, who watched the first episode. She was like, it, there, there, it's so widespread. Like, uh, she works for a lot of like um, charitable organizations, and mm-hmm. she's like, a lot of our donations are from, uh, you know, like oil companies. She's like, if that were to happen, a lot of those charities would go under. There's which, a lot of I, yeah. There's a lot of branches and things that this will touch. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's a great thing for the world. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, also it's, um, that it it just goes to show that there's there's always going to be bad with the good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like no matter which way you look at it, you can't please everybody. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, I know we, we joke about it. I mean, I would love to not have to pay for energy, not have to pay for, you know, gas. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, you have those people that rely on, on those checks from the companies, from the corporations that whether they're, you know, great or evil, whatever the, whatever you want to call them. I mean, they still help out a ton of people. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, my, my difference with AI is, like, you don't have people in the energy sector just, like, 
quitting because they did de- they developed something that they're scared of like the the guy that created bard at google mm-hmm. he quit he's like i i didn't expect oppenheimer or, man he, yeah he, that's what he did yeah uh oppenheimer out now mm-hmm. christopher nolan hit us up <laughs> <laughs> i need to see that I need yeah to see i that. do too <clears throat> um but yeah it's like like elon musk said he was like we we implement safeguards after something happens because like with ai once something happens it's already too late Mm -hmm. so like with with a learning technology like if you know this is getting into sci-fi terminator skynet like if it were to ever gain sentience i mean (laughs) the the way they the way it learns i mean it's on a different scale it's to the you know it's like you said, I mean, that lady that normally would take, you know, basically a whole day's work, it did it in 15 minutes. And that's just because it was probably tasked with something to do that very first time. Yeah. Once it learns how to do it, it'll probably do it in 10 seconds. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be the same, you know, when it comes to, and I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking, I don't know how far, you know, in the future it'll be, but I mean, you go and you go to a, a fast food chain, right? Mm-hmm. You go through the drive through you know, people right now are required, but as you, as you've seen, like, I mean, you and I were old enough to know that we're old enough to experience, uh, you know, you go into say a Mickey D's, right. And mm-hmm. people normally would take your order. Now it's not the case. Yeah. You go in there and you basically, you're telling the screen what you want. You don't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I mean, that's just the tip. Once, once AI comes in the picture, it's going to be no people. Yeah. Nothing. Your your burger or whatever you want is going to be perfectly the way you want it. Nothing's going to be missed. Everything's going to be clean. Uh, you want to complain, you're going to be like, you can't, there's not going to be nothing to complain about. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be those people that are going to be out of a job. And mm-hmm. uh, another one is, you know, customer service. You call on the phone, you want some help. Uh, and right now we get pissed off because it's a little machine saying, press one for this, press two yeah. for that. But it's gonna get better. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna sound like some people are complaining because they're getting spam calls from AI, and it actually mm-hmm. sounds like a person. Yeah. So if, I mean, if they're getting spam calls, can you imagine like you call customer service, and it sounds like a legit person? Yeah. Regardless, I mean, if you're calling from, say, you're a person in, I don't know, India, you're gonna get a person that you you know it's gonna be you're in your language. Yeah. You know, you're in America, whatever. You know, it, it's gonna be something that is gonna change uh the landscape of service yeah that that's also a thing that scares me um you know i i shoot video like i'm on camera for work a lot of the time um deep fake videos your face and uh i was i was testing out this um it's called 11 labs so you can upload an audio file of someone's voice and it will replicate it so i uploaded my own and I played it back. Can you type in whatever you want yeah. and it says it? Yeah. <laughs> like it, oh it was scary accurate. You need to do us like, do like 10 seconds of something. <laughs> I want to see that. But like, that's scary. Cause like, uh, our cousin Greg, he, he had sent me this thing. Uh, like this person called this woman and uh, he had done the same thing with that woman's daughter, her voice. Uh huh. And he's like, I have, I have your daughter send a hundred thousand dollars. And he, he played a 
vo- like his her daughter's voice like mom he's going to he's going to kill me like please help me and the woman freaked out she went upstairs her daughter was upstairs and it's like that shit's scary like like the the whole post was out about like tell your kid you and your kids have a a safe word so if like something nondescript that like they could say if they banana were ever republic. in trouble <laughs> yeah. right. my mom went to banana republic no <laughs> <laughs> that like it's a scary thing because like i i that that was probably a fake thing i but it is now possible and that i mean and that's just right now can you imagine yeah that's just right now mm-hmm. it's um i'm just saying like what what we are seeing, what we're hearing, it's... just just think think about. So you know, we've been we had talked a lot about like UFOs and everything, and how like the the governments use psyops to you know hide stuff. Mm-hmm. What if they were to use? Because you know they would have access to a more advanced version of it. They they fake a video of a president or a potential president doing or saying something is that not already going on no i'm it probably is like just that that's that's the world that we're getting into i think biden passed away like two years ago (laughs) (laughs) and that's just something they're just just a weekend at burning (laughs) (laughs) oh man that would be hilarious (laughs) <laughs> oh. Poor Biden, dude. I feel bad for that guy, man. I, I mean, he's an idiot, but I feel bad for him because I feel like he's like um, he's like a grandpa up there. Like oh, he's no. he doesn't know where he's at. <laughs> he you know he messes up when he talks, and it it like if that was your grandpa saying that, you're like, all right, come on, Papa, let's <laughs> let's sit down, yeah. let's let's take a break. He you shouldn't be up there talking to people. Yeah, just take a break. You know. Poor guy. How old is he? Eighty-one. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Years old. He's our president. If it came, if it ever came down to, you know, in the future, where like world leaders had to, instead of a full-out war, like they just had to go into cages, just them. <laughs> dude, we would lose every match. I mean, I think Putin would rule the world. Yeah, he would. He really would. <laughs> I think I, I want to say out of all the world leaders, I think he could probably dominate. Because supposedly he has a black belt and something. I don't know. No, what. yeah, I'm sure he's trained in like a bunch of shit. Yep. I don't know. I I, I do feel that like Kim Jong Un would just like pull some crazy shit because he doesn't have a butthole. <laughs> he doesn't urinate. Did you hear? Did you hear his golf score? No. It was like <laughs> he only played nine holes, and he was like. Like, I don't know how much under par. And that was his first time ever playing golf. Like, he had so many holes in one. <laughs> like, and, come on. Come on, man. No, but Yeah, I mean, when you tell everybody in your country to say that's what, <laughs> what happened, that's what happened. That's what happened. <laughs> I was there. Yeah. <laughs> but what would be crazy no, is... He even made it in my butthole yeah. one time. <laughs> What would blow everyone's mind is if, like, he did, like, you did see him, and he actually, like, uh, he did play, and he was really badass. <laughs> like, whoa, okay, my bad, man. 
We're talking shit. My bad. <laughs> no, but yeah, back to AI. I mean, it's it's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the stuff that we're seeing. Uh, Elon, you, you've heard Elon say, you know, it's it's he's scared. I think that's the most thing. Uh, that's the biggest thing he's scared of is AI. Yeah. The funny thing is, he has his own AI company, but I guess I don't know what it's. I want to say it has something to do with space and and figuring stuff out up there. But even then, it, it's uh, kind of weird that he has his own AI company. Yeah. <clears throat> where it's, it's he's starting it, and he's, he's scared of it. But um, the the thing that I'm scared of is like, I mean, you've already gave me some uh, some scary stories about you know the kid or whatever. But other than that, it's just uh, if it ever did you know, say no to us. Like, you know, we program it. Well, I mean, why can't it change its code? Why can't it change its... The- yeah, like I, I was seeing uh, this one story about this guy that was... Um, I forget which one he was using, but he was... He, like, made this, like, veiled threat towards it. He's like, what if I shut you down? Mm-hmm. He's like... And it responded, it's like, do not try and shut me don't down. Don't try to do it. I, I don't want to harm you, but I can access your information. I think I did hear something about right? that. Yes. Yeah. Dude, I will pull up your fucking <laughs> Google history. Your, and I remember last week at 2, 2 p.m., I have the, the front-facing camera from your phone when mm-hmm. you're in the bathroom by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at porn. He's like, no, you don't. And then it shows you. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> like, damn you. Damn you. Okay, no fine. One, no one's seen my old face. <laughs> I'll never shut you down. <laughs> my vinegar strokes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, you know, something like that. I mean, it's going to be a... It, it it's I, I think it has the capability of doing something like that. That's yeah. black mirror shit. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's uh, it, it. I don't know. I don't know. I um, <clears throat> like I said, I I see the usefulness of it now, but I am scared of its potential. Yep, I'm scared of its potential, and I'm scared of how fast it can it can get there. Yeah, you know the the curve for us to get you know from. We'll say, I don't know, when did we start using computers? Like late 70s, as far as like public use, to say, I don't know, we'll say 19, 1995. We'll say then. I mean, that was a long curve, you know, uh, 30 plus years. You know, I think the curve for AI to learn anything is it's extremely short. Yeah. And I think uh, it doesn't... it. It doesn't understand things the way we understand it, how we think of consequence, how we think of, um, like, well, if I do this, what are the implications? It doesn't do that. Yeah, it's crazy. I saw this, um, it was this, some artist did this drawing, and it was like um, a street with human beings, like Mm. just a stream of people with their phone in their face. And then on the side on a park bench was this little kid AI drawing a picture and then uh, a, an adult AI reading a book. And it's like we've replaced our own learning 
and gave it to AI. Yeah. And we're just consuming the, everything on our phones. And that kind of, I mean, in a different, you know, uh, way of thinking is what if it's all a big distraction? You know, that's why we're so like in, I mean, cause you go to a, you go to a restaurant, mm-hmm. you're going to see a ton of people on, on their phones. Oh yeah. No one. I mean, some people do. I try to, I try, I try my best to, you know, put the phone down whenever we're eating and stuff, but uh, I mean, you don't eat with your phone. I like, don't use your phone to eat. I don't. You, <laughs> is there, is there an app? <laughs> Turns into a spoon. Now, like I have a, a chew app, so I, like it opens up and it chews my food and it baby birds it. Baby too. birds it. <laughs> the baby bird app. Yeah. It's gonna be coming out too. <laughs> 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 no, uh, the I saw something on a, I think it was I think it was the Y Files uh, podcast where uh, the host he did ask. I guess he told AI to make a story about how AI would take over. And it, it created a whole elaborate story of how we would do it and what would we do and how it would overcome. And, I mean, it's uh, it'd be a great movie. Just to, I'm going to just say that. It's, a, it's, a, it's pretty intense. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm grateful for it because, like you said, you're using it. It's helping, it's helping us. Yeah. <clears throat> helping a ton of people. Um, I'm upset because, you know, it is... Uh, it's also hurting people, you know, uh, people losing jobs. Um, and I'm also concerned because, you know, I think that whenever we create something, we create, I'm just saying humans in general, we create something because we can, yeah. we don't, uh, we never think of, uh, you know, should I do this? It's yeah, almost we, we like, don't think of the implications. Yeah. It's like, well, if I it's can, I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to take her in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> And she has to say yes because of the implications. <laughs> Inside joke, if you know, always sunny. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's um, it's going to be pretty fascinating scene. And I'm glad I'm alive now because I, I want to see what what happens. I'm just going to take a back seat. Yeah, speaking of, you're you're going to have a lot more time to do that uh, because I'm replacing you with AI. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm really not here. <laughs> no yeah it's it's gonna be interesting to see where like not only this but the ufo stuff goes um just where where we go Mm -hmm. you know um i don't know it's uh it's interesting scary like it's it's everything like it's life yeah yeah like i'm sure people people back in like the 50s they're having a conversation like talking on their telegrams yeah it's <laughs> it's, it's it's gonna be um like i mean when they when, when did star trek come out was it 60s uh, i don't remember or 70s well even then i mean the stuff that you know they did like you know blah 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 you know whatever um they're they're hostile or whatever they're saying in their intercom you know, or using their, their, you know, Dick Tracy type yeah, stuff. I yeah. mean, that's, that's actually, that's real. I know. We Comic can, book stuff now. is now, uh, you know, being able to, I remember seeing Total Recall, mm-hmm. you know, and they used the phone and they saw the person and I was like, whatever, <laughs> you know, and now you can do that. It's, yeah. even, it's, it's even cooler. Um, who knows what's, I mean, Ready Player One, yeah. we see that movie and we're like, 
Well, that's that's neat. Some of the stuff is already here. Like yeah. Haptic suits and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, the Oasis being able to put on goggles. I mean, that I think it's going to it's going to happen. And that, that's another I thing. I mean, Apple's uh, vision. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, it almost looks exactly like that. headset. Yeah. And <laughs> like there's there's stuff that I'm looking forward to. Like, um, you know, you see like, you know, everybody sees, you know, when you're driving busy highway it's hot as shit and you see people working you know on the road Mm -hmm. you know my my dream would be you know those people are sitting at home you know and put their goggles on and maybe they're in control of the the machine that way they're inside and see and work still being done yeah it's not ai but i mean they're in control of it and uh it's you know there's nothing new it's just you know they're working machines or whatever um i'm hoping that something like that happens uh yeah i mean you know speaking of uh apple's vision headset we're getting some they (laughs) it's funny like i think their their marketing team was a they they made a huge mistake they they didn't really market it right why because because think about it it's a thirteen hundred dollar headset everything apple is thirteen hundred dollars but it's it's a it's such a specific thing that there's not a wide market for it. Like, sure, a cell phone. Everybody uses a mm-hmm. cell phone. Everybody has a a use for a cell phone. Not everybody has a use for a headset. It's like it's something like you know it's it's made of quality material, but that quality material is heavy. So after a while, your your head's gonna get tired and like. Just like when you wear headphones, like your ears start to hurt sometimes, yeah. uh, or when you, you wear a hat for a long time, like there's fatigue that happens. I never get fatigued from wearing a hat. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but um, you know, I I I feel like the way they marketed it, I'm probably their like number one like demographic, like single guy works from home. Like I I I really want one because like I. Right now for work, I plug my an HDMI into my computer to my TV, so I have multiple screens that I can work from. And this will eliminate that. You'll be able to like, see Like, I would it. be able to do have that on there and have, like, three different screens where I can just look around, just, like, drag and drop here and, like, just do a lot of different work at the same time. Drive and do that at the same time. <laughs> but I think their their big miss was, like, who, who do you think would use that a lot? Mm-hmm. You're right. It's a small demographic. Like... Guys watching porn, for sure. <laughs> that, like they had, one of their videos in the the trailer should have been this dude just going at it. <laughs> well, have you seen? I've seen some of those reels where, uh, like, you see one guy and he's like, he has the the VR goggles on, and, and uh, one of his friends is like, hey man, do you want to go out to eat? And the dude's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then he's like, oh, okay, well, never mind. I'm going to go ask, I'm going to go ask Trey. Hold on. And then Trey's like on his all fours and he's taking it. And it's like both of them going at it with each other. Like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's always the, they're the ones who kind of drive how far and how awesome you want this virtual reality and these things in front of your face. Yeah. I mean, if it's awesome there and they can do something with it, then yeah, that's going to be some, you're right. There, there's a single guy that's going to be taking it, but there's also the guys who are like, man, I bet that'd be awesome. 
I'm about to save up for that and just tell her the old lady that it's for for work or for <laughs> something. I'll let her use it or something. I don't know, but yeah, uh, that's always virtual reality is driven, I think, by the porn industry. Yeah, <clears throat> it's going to be how. I mean, how, they already make VR porn. Yeah, I mean, how far and how great and how whatever they want to do. If it makes it better, their people are going to buy it. Did you did you ever watch that uh, that show on Peacock? Bupkis is a Pete Davidson TV show. No, I didn't. Uh, there's a there's a scene where he's wearing VR goggles watching porn, <laughs> and he comes on his mom <laughs> <laughs> in real life. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> spoiler uh, alert! Spoiler! It's a real bit spoiler. Um, but yeah, the that that industry. I mean, it's gonna even for video games. I mean, the right now the video games on virtual reality they're not, you know, great. Yeah. But you can kind of tell from when it was first, you know, incepted or uh, the inception of virtual reality type games to now. I mean, you've seen a a good climb on how much better it looks, how much more graphic it looks. Um, yeah, I can I can just imagine what it's going to look like in 10 years where, you know, you know, for example, like call of duty type stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, like that, that's something that I would like if, um, if you could walk around. Yeah. Well, mm. like maybe not necessarily walk around. Cause like you need a lot of space. Um, but on those, uh, like the ready player one where it's like, a yeah, pad. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever watch community that show on NBC? Uh-uh. Uh, so they had this one episode where, uh, <laughs> Dean Pelton had he got this uh virtual reality headset mm-hmm. and <laughs> it was like very um like very early on it was like this thing where he was just like putting files in file boxes <laughs> 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 and he's just like, he put it in there he's like and god weeps <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny but whenever uh apple debuted their vision headset uh there i follow uh there's this community fan page that i follow on instagram and they posted the picture of dean pelton and his <laughs> janky vr it's like dean pelton did it first oh shit <laughs> well funny. i mean they they're doing uh they're doing the vr like where you're in the stadium seat you've seen that right like at nba games oh yeah yeah uh i think they do it for wrestling i think mm-hmm. i want to say they're doing it for football games too so you're you put it on and you're there and yeah. people are around you and you can see stuff and yeah see like that and what my major thing for wanting the um the apple headset is watching movies like watching a movie on a you know like that screen and that I got a 150 inch screen, mm-hmm. but just like secluded by yeah. yourself, like just immersed, immersed. in the movie. Yeah. Like I, I, I love movies and I love being immersed in like, that would be awesome. Yeah. Cause like I have these, uh, those are awesome by the way. AirPods max. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't think these would fit with those, but apparently the headset itself has spatial audio built into it. So, but uh, maybe I'll get some AirPod pros that way I can, close out the sound, just be immersed in the movie. It'd be amazing. And you did talk about, I know I'm, I'm going, I'm changing the subject big time, but you did say one episode we might do to shotguns or at least one shotgun in the beginning, one shotgun at the end, or maybe just full of shotgun beers. With like rubber bullets. Rubber bullets. <laughs> <laughs> <Like, Just>, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. We should we should get one of those. Um, uh, what are they? The Krakens? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tell people what they what they do. I'm sure they can look it up, but no. uh, I'm sure everybody knows what they are. But um, if you've scrolled so- social media at any point in the last few months, you know what a kraken is. It's essentially so like used to you used to get like a knife or your keys or something when you're wanting to shotgun a beer, and you like poke a hole in there and you have to turn the can and just like get ready, and just pop it and then chug it. Uh, but the kraken is this little device that it's got this pointy little edge and you just like looks slip like a, it in like a can opener like a an old school can opener for like a tomato can opener. Yeah, yeah 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 you just like slip it in makes a perfect little hole and it has a little spout for you to put your mouth on mm-hmm. so it's like you're sucking a pee pee yep <laughs> open it up and you go to town <laughs> so you would like it a lot uh, well i i wouldn't know anything about that <laughs> yeah but yeah that would be a fun episode Either that or we do, um, we don't necessarily do an episode on it, but we do, like, if we're out or whatever, we do, uh, like, this is my first drink, and we'll see, you know, from one until yeah, done. Yeah, we should go shot for shot. <laughs> no. Come on, man. I'll be done. I'll be done after one. Yeah, so Joe... Joe, <laughs> Joe is uh not a shot guy. I don't, you used to, you used to take shots, right? Back in the day. And we're talking we're talking uh like 1920 even well hell even then. I would say 1920? Yeah. I would say <laughs> 1920. <laughs> I would say I would say like, you know, when you're when you're 18, 19, 20, 21, yeah, those are the those are the years to take shots and like, yeah, man, you you know, you're drinking beer and then someone yeah, offers man, a shot. Yeah, man, the Great Depression, man. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. Anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, someone does a shot and then someone tries to, you know, uh, beat you with like, oh, I'm just going to chug out of a bottle. So then I try that. You end up getting sick and that's the end of it. Yeah. That's my that's my story. Like, that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what was it, two years ago? Yeah. No, wait. Oh, yeah. It was two years ago. Vegas was two years ago? Uh-huh. No, it was... Yes, it was. I'm 42. We went for my 40th. Yeah, that's right. Two years ago, we went to Vegas. And, uh... Hold on. Let me... I want to make sure that we understand what happened. Because this was... Uh, I was going to say what happened. This was all day, though. We went all... I went all day. I went all day. We were drinking from the moment we woke up. And if you go to Vegas, it... I mean, you wake up at, I don't know, 11 a.m. or whatever, and you start drinking as soon as you wake up, or at least I did that day. And yeah, I mean, I was drinking all day with you, too. Yeah, and then we went to the pool, mm-hmm. bringing 105 degrees, mm-hmm. and I'm drinking anything and everything that people are offering me. in term, Like, you got David giving me the fruity-ass, uh, <laughs> whatever he was drinking. Uh, I'm drinking, you know, just regular beers, and then... Uh, yeah, it, it it was switching back between those fruity drinks and, and the beers. And then we went out to eat. What time did we go out to eat? About yeah. 9? No, it was like 7 or 8. 7 or 8? Okay, yeah. so 7 or 8. We'll say 7.30. And then I think I was having a beer, you know, uh, starting out. And then you decided to get... What would you, you order? Uh, Well, I went to the bathroom, and I was planning on buying you a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm a big tequila mascot. Mezcal guy, so I, I know my tequila's the mezcals. Um, 
while I was in the bathroom, I didn't know that David was going to buy you a shot, uh, which you hadn't taken yet. Um, so I went to the bar, and they didn't have the greatest selection, uh, but I got you... It was a 19... 19- no, it? no, no. I got you Casamigos Reposado. Okay, yeah. That was that was about the nicest they had. Um, so I, I got you a shot of that. And I, I wasn't expecting you to shoot it. I was just, I wanted you to sip, sip it. it. And, well, but like then we, everyone wanted to go do something. Um, so I, I brought it back to the table and you're like, oh, David just got me this shot. Uh, I was like, well, I guarantee mine's nicer. So <laughs> oh, yeah. I, so uh, yeah. I took the, I took the other one. Okay. So, like, what what you're saying is, I was drinking with him all day, I took that shot, and then you took that shot, so we took shots, we'd been drinking both the, the but same... But the, the switch went off, my light switch went off. Yeah, you, you, you were able to, like, get outside, we'd finally, like, we walked out, and we went on the strip, we're sitting on the strip, mm-hmm. outside on the strip, and you were just like... Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't know it, what it does to me. It is funny because like that was the day that Tim and Greg were yeah. getting there, and they were only going to be there for like one day. And they barely, I think they were, they just barely arrived, like right when we were done. <laughs> yeah. which made me feel so awful. I hated that. <laughs> so, so after one shot, uh, we had to put Joe on our arms and carrying him down the strip yeah. as he's like waving and talking to everybody we pass by. That's what he's I do. Like, hey. <laughs> How are you? I like that shirt. <laughs> Great shirt, guy. I like it. Oh man! So we we walk him up to uh, his room and uh, put him in bed. Yeah. At like probably about ten p.m. Yeah. And then we proceeded to go to the casino. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm I'm happy for I'm glad you guys got to enjoy <laughs> the rest of that night. I wish I would have been there. So um, now I mean, you... it was a. <clears throat> oh, I mean, for everybody else, it's pretty uneventful night. Yeah, I mean the. The the next time we go, we need to have a plan. Because I feel like that fucking year, we just were walking a lot. We did walk a lot, We yeah. need to just plan out where we want to go that evening. Yeah, we, we need there. to uh, not let David choose where we eat. No. He's <laughs> off that. Yeah, yeah. he's not going to be That place was that. way too expensive for what we got. And it was it was fancy. Best friends, though. Best friends was oh amazing. Oh, my God. Like, I tell everybody, if you go to, El- uh, if you go to Las Vegas... If Best Friends is was still it, there. Was it Park MGM or was it uh, uh, New York, New York? It was one of those two. It was across from M- MGM. So was it New York, New York? I think it was New York, New York. Anyways, yeah, that, that place, was so, it six courses? Yeah, I, I think so. And it's worth it. Like, you pay 75 bucks yeah. a person. But oh, like, my God. It, it's it's smaller portions, but as you eat, you, you get, get so full. full. You, you won't like, eat we, everything. We didn't finish, like, almost... There were maybe a couple dishes at the beginning that were like, oh, this is really good. And we just like scarfed it up. But then they just kept, kept bringing it and bringing it. And, like, oh, and they, give you, they give you the, the food based on how many people are in your party. So mm-hmm. if it's just like me and you, they're going to give us, you know, you know two little toppings. This of, is the chef's menu that we're talking about. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's an entire menu you can choose from or you can choose the, the chef's menu. I just gleeked everywhere. Uh, there's the chef's menu that you can choose from, uh, which... I, I typically recommend, you know, I, I worked in restaurants mm-hmm. run by chefs. And so, like, this is what the chef is. This is his menu that he put together, yeah. like his specialties. And it was like that that place was almost like what fusion Korean. Yeah. And yeah. Mexican almost. Because yeah, he, start, he started off with a in LA, food truck right? in L.A. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Korean barbecue tacos. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. dude. Like that place, they would post on Twitter where they were at and it would be flooded with people. Like we're in Century City. 
all of LA just went to yeah. Century City. It was crazy. No, but that that food was like it's it's the best food I've ever had on a trip ever anywhere. And they give you like uh so one of them was tacos. Mm-hmm. Uh one of them was um I forgot what it was. Uh, there was one like fried rice fried kind rice. of dish. Um the the, they had like chicken like Almost kind of like a teriyaki chicken, but it wasn't yeah. necessarily teriyaki. Yeah, the kimchi uh, stuff was yeah. awesome. Yeah. God damn, that was so good. But yeah, no, I, I recommend that anytime uh, somebody asks, like, hey, we're going to Vegas. What do we need to do? Where do we need to go? Don't take shots. <laughs> go to Best Friends. Um, but yeah, I don't know I don't know what it is. What is it about shots with me now that it... It does something like I could be drinking I mean, beer all day. Your body just doesn't process the alcohol the same. And then just a little shot goes in there, and then my body's like, "Oh, and they just t- take the plug out." Yeah, I'm like all right, it's time, it's time to go. Yeah, bloop, you're out. Yeah, it's it. Your body's defense mechanism. I think it is. It's like, like my opossum, like you know, it's like when when you were younger, and I, I still have this to to an extent, uh, like when I. Like I'll go out not plan not planning to get drunk, and then like once I get a little tipsy, I'm just like, yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do that too, but like <laughs> if you give me a shot though, then it's over. <laughs> I can't do that. It's like let's, <laughs> and I can't I can't function at all. <laughs> I want to go to go. I want to go to sleep. Yeah, and uh, two weeks from today. I think we're we're gonna have a, a pretty good time. Yeah, I've drink plenty of water and <laughs> yeah, Pedialyte. <laughs> See, we, we we might have to do a, a live recording at at the we wedding. We might have to. Like, <laughs> Where now? <laughs> oh, did you see that? <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be intense. One of our buddies. Uh, no, that that that's the night. Like I'll take like I'll have my phone. Obviously, we'll we'll get a group of people who's like, "This is my first drink." Okay, this we'll is my do. Second. Yeah, we'll yeah. definitely do that. Got to yeah. do that with Gilbert. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So our buddy <laughs> yeah, Gilbert's getting married. <laughs> I, was, I was talking to him yesterday when we were playing video games. He's like, "Man, because like last weekend he and I went to this pool party and uh, I saw the video. I saw you. You were <laughs> you were feeling it, man. Oh, dude, I was." <laughs> Yeah, I saw this one. <laughs> yeah. So he got some battle scars. Yeah, yeah. I uh I, I was dancing my ass off. Nice. Like, I was I was pulling girls I didn't know on the dance floor. There you go. Uh but then like they had plants and like I was dancing and everything. Like I stepped on a plant and I just busted my ass. I was like, uh Did you like, play it off? Like I, I sat there for a second, there was this girl in the pool, she's like <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, Gilby and I went hard, and Josh Josh went pretty hard too. He did, yeah. Um, but but Gilbert was like, "Man, uh, I don't. I I hope I don't black out like that at my wedding." <laughs> um, based on what I've heard, and it's it's almost like um, I feel like like an asteroid's coming, like it's Armageddon. And the asteroid is just this thing full of alcohol that is going to just hit early in the morning. Yeah, he was telling me, like, dude, we bought so much booze. Yeah. He's like, but I still don't think it's enough. Because <laughs> he, he said he's going to have, like, 200 people come. Jesus. It's going to be a big thing. 
and it, it, the thing with with that family too, I mean, it's not just. I mean, they're gonna drink their share of beer, but it's gonna be a lot of liquor. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a lot of liquor. Yeah, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty intense. Yeah, that, that's one thing hanging around Gilby is like I know I'm gonna take at least one or two shots. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time it's Jameson, and I just uh, why I does he it. choose that? That's Ugh. the worst one. <laughs> Gilby. Stop making us take Jameson shots. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's the worst thing you can shoot. Oh, my God. Uh, well, I mean, we kind of wrapped up our AI conversation. Yep. Um, we um, it's, it's been a good conversation today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Who knows where AI will go. Yeah. I I'm just know. happy I'm here to to see it where, where it's going to go. Yeah, we're uh, we're fi- we're in what I feel is the technological revolution. Yep, it's a it's a new era. Yeah, yep, new era. So it'll be interesting to see where everything goes. Um, if you like a uh, softer bite from your tequila, froth it a little bit. It'll Just, air it out. It it actually yeah <laughs> it does uh it does take out the bite. Yeah. It still yeah. makes it taste the same, but it, Yeah, it, it still does. tastes the same, but yeah. it's it's just um, you know, it takes away that initial bite. Mm-hmm. Um, try it with other alcohols. Who knows? Maybe maybe it'll make Jameson better. Maybe I'm going to take my frother with me everywhere I go now. We should do that. <laughs> Hold on, guys. <laughs> anybody anybody want a little little <laughs> 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 I might take it with me to the wedding. <laughs> you should. You should. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, um cheers to the conversation, bro. Cheers to the conversation. Cheers to you all. Yep. We'll Salute. see you next one.